Hey, welcome to Film Friends. I'm your host, Jordan Smith, and with me, as always, co-host Kate Eingorn. Hello. And our first mate, Matt Bailey. Pretty sure you used that one already. Yeah, I think that's right. Oh, did I? That's recycled. Well, guys, I just watched the trailer for The Lighthouse, um... I'm out at sea right oh, now. Oh, there's a trailer for it? Yeah, it, yeah, it just came this out. Morning. Dude, it mm. looks cool. Looks exactly like what Is you would spooky? expect. Um, I, th- I think it's supposed to be more eerie and dreadful. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's All those things mean spooky <laughs> to me. Um, but I actually don't know the vibe. I mean, it's Robert Eggers, The Witch. So, like, that was, I guess, scary? Yeah. I don't know. It's supposed to be yeah. funny. He does horror uh, in a room. Funny? Really? Oh, so it's a comedy. <laughs> a dark comedy. Uh, I think that, <coughs> excuse me, as I lose my voice, that Jordan just tried to um, change the subject from the fact that my title for Bailey last week was better than his. It was better. It was better. Hey, you'll get a shot next week. Maybe you could uh, introduce us, or we could really flip the script and have Bailey do the intro next week. But. Mm. It's not the first time. Not the first rodeo, so. (laughs) Hey, write in if you want that to happen. (laughs) Send us your letters. Um, Episode number 92. This is our Reggie White episode. Aw, R.I.P. Aw. Now, we go from aw to, Kate, keep it in your pants, runner-up. Michael Strahan. Oh, I knew when you said that that Ugh. was going to be the case. I love me some Michael Strahan. <laughs> yeah, if you're a Giants fan. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a fan of a sexy man. Mm, that's true. <laughs> I forgot. And then there's a uh, honorable mention, Albert Hainsworth. <laughs> oh. oh cool. He's, he would like step on people's faces <laughs> if they their helmet <laughs> fell off. <laughs> if they said a bad word. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so 92 also we're bringing back the international dial code it's uh, been back right yep okay do you want to guess i'm gonna go with um i think we're in the middle east and i'm going mm, iraq i'm gonna go poland interesting pakistan jordan Ooh. was on the right track we're so in the Middle East, bro. First you letter. Yeah, true. <laughs> oh, you're going true. by the alphabet. Mm-hmm. Um, also a fan favorite, the Texas calculator, so the TI-92. <laughs> a fan favorite. <laughs> yep. Yeah, everyone's super into that. There's also a movie from 1945 called The House on 92nd Street. It's the atomic number of uranium. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Very important element. It's a pentagonal number. Um, there is 92 atomic elements in the look and stay sequence, look and say sequence. There's 92 solutions in the end Queens problem. Mm-hmm. And there's 92 Johnson solids. <laughs> yep. We'll uh, look up what a Johnson solid is I for you. I need to know the other 91. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, cool. 92 interesting facts cool athletes i don't know there's there's some weird stuff going on with 92 um eight away from 100 true that is true <laughs> that's true um oh what are we gonna do for episode 100 still haven't figured it out guys oh yeah still haven't figured it out i guess it's out. like what two months away 
Yeah. Beginning of September, I looked it up. Fairly it's going to be a celebration for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We just don't know how hard we're going to celebrate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we'll see. Um, There's a scale of how hard we'll celebrate. Yeah. Anyways, how are you guys doing? Welcome back. <laughs> Pretty solid. Yeah. Feeling good. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, well, as always, we have some business to attend to at the top. Why don't we get some of the social media business out of the way? Mm-hmm. So we threw out a quick poll. Um, is Zach Galifianakis hot? Yes, no, or sure? So 30% said yes, 30% said sure, 40% said no. Oh, finally. So unfortunately, Damn. Zach Galifianakis is just just not hot. Which is that's, <laughs> which is is that's it unfair because I, I kind of split the vote by saying yes and sure. So if you combine those, it's really sixty forty. Um, I saw sure is like the you don't the, really the fans look of, at him that way. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They just see him for his comedy, not his looks, and they're just kind of trying to appease us. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the nose showed up and stood out. Shout out to my nose. <laughs> did you vote, Bailey? No, I did not. Okay, I okay. Have to check. no collusion. Good. <laughs> no collusion. Good. Good. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Always got to check, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. once again, another week of no reviews, so that's <laughs> cool. <laughs> we love no reviews. Um, no birthdays really this week either for film friends. Really? Yeah. Damn. Uh, dry, dry week. Yeah, mm-hmm. dr- we're drying up. <laughs> yep. Um, we're not drying up though, and all. Remind me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> remind me what I mean by that in a little bit. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. It okay. doesn't pertain to right now, but we're definitely not drying up. <laughs> um, freaky. <laughs> we're getting freaky. Sounds hot. Um, but anyways, what's new with you, Bailey? I haven't <laughs> seen you in a while. Huh. Are you probing me for my personal corner? I'm not probing yeah. you. I'm yeah, setting you yeah. up. <laughs> Same thing. No, I, I felt probed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... I went out. Personal corner. So, yeah, we're doing it. Cue the music. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I went out to dinner on Sunday at Pizzeria Badia. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. And you know who was there? Badia. Jason Jason Siegel. Jason (gasps) Siegel. The girls were swooning. It was. They were fainting. The girls were fainting. It was like he just walked in by himself, like sat down, like. (laughs) I feel like any time anyone's seen him here in the city, he's just always been by himself. Yeah, he's always by himself. Like, what's what's up with he's that? He's a big man in the big city. Yeah, but where are his friends? Yeah, where's his posse? Yeah. Maybe this is like an eat, pray, love situation where, where he's going by himself his for a self-exploration. Freaks and geeks. <laughs> um, but it was funny. Um, I was there with um, <laughs> one of my friends, and we both wore flamingo shirts. Whoa. We both just rolled up wearing flamingo shirts and then um the girls we were with kind of like waved at jason siegel at the end of the day or at the end of the at the end of meal the, when the night concluded like he was like sitting by the window yeah. and he like kind of like looked up and they were like mm-hmm. ah. um and then he just saw us in our flamingo shirts so i feel like he's gonna have to like he'll write a joke about that somewhere oh, <laughs> oh okay sure. so he didn't make any mention of your flamingo shirts <laughs> I mean, he saw the two guys with the flamingo shirts. Okay, oh, so I have a couple line, of questions. Two guys, flamingo shirts. You'd be like, "That's me." Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Jason Siegel doesn't run into that situation too often. 
Um, couple questions. Uh-huh. What pizza did he get? Yeah, did you check I'm not Speck's sure. pizza? He was eating pizza. I heard. He was eating pizza. <laughs> he was rumored to be on the Atkins diet or the uh, keto diet. <laughs> yeah. But he was eating pizza. So mm, Got him. <laughs> Can't trust those rumors. Yeah, rumor. Yeah. Uh, well, we here at Film Friends, we usually do trust the rumors. So. True. Can't, uh, no, I say you can't trust those rumors. Yeah, yeah. Our, our rumors you could trust. Rumors that are just mm-hmm. floating around, you can't trust them. I just really wish I was wearing something different, you know? Yeah, so like, that's that's Jason kind of what I want to ask about. I've never seen you in a flamingo <laughs> shirt. Did you get that for Brie? Brie really likes flamingos, yeah. but I got it for... Uh, my friend's bachelor party it was like kind of like my popping off shirt now the other person you're with Uh now no names here (laughs) um were they wearing like the same shirt for the bachelor like was it from the bachelor party party? it was for his bachelor party but he wasn't wearing it's not the same flamingo shirt it's just a Uh, different one that happened to have flamingos flamingos and did he buy that shirt for his bachelor party no i think he just owned it now you're super (laughs) self own it or disown it uh, he owned it. Okay. He might disown it now. <laughs> I'm interested. Like, did did Jason Siegel give you guys like a dirty look when he saw that? No, he, yo, he was honestly he was really you cool. up. <laughs> no, nah, he, he like gave a like a little like and a he was up. eating like a little like ice cream dessert and he just kind of like a little did, ice like, cream uh, dessert. Hey, like hi, like a smiley hi, like yeah. He was cool about it. Um. His little ice cream dessert. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were at a pizza shop, but <laughs> it's cool. They got ice cream desserts. Yeah, nice. Um, but he's by himself. I'm worried about him. <laughs> yeah, I am too a little bit. I'm really fixated on how ice cream and has to be labeled as a dessert. Can't it just be a little ice cream? It's a little ice cream dessert. <laughs> well, I guess it was after his pizza. Yeah, it was. Well, that defines dessert. After uh, your meal. I after guess. your meal. Um you know what? That's really cool. <laughs> and two S's, not one. Because you always want more. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how I learned to know yeah. that there was two no, that's S's right. yeah. dessert. Nice. Cool. Yeah, but yeah, he's like he's out and about, dude. Yeah, he's out and about. Still. When he's Kate and I saw him, uh, he was also very much by himself. <laughs> we need to put like an ad out there. Jason to... Siegel needs a friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think a uh, former guest, and maybe he told this story on here. Uh, Will was in like an elevator with him recently. Or, no, no. Am I lying about that? I don't know if someone was. Oh, he saw him at a parade and was speaking to him, too. Um, and he was super nice. But he was, <laughs> I think, again, by himself. Uh, yeah, I still think it's eat, pray, love. He's just experiencing a city as a man by himself. <laughs> as a man. And we've yeah. talked about him enough, but I'd love to know where you think he's going to put that joke in. <laughs> like, in his stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I'm assuming he... How do you slide that in? I didn't in? tell him, like... You didn't tell him anything. I didn't Let's tell be him clear. anything. <laughs> but like, I feel like he knows that we both just showed up with flamingo shirts, not on purpose, uh, and that's yeah. like the joke. Like, ah, oh, you wore your flamingo shirt. Ah, and I how mine. loud did you did you talk at all about your flamingo shirts? To and out at all? Did you like it out loud? When, and when I. <laughs> Did you vocalize? Not this? to him, but like <laughs> it was, it was just. Could he overhear the fact that you're talking about you both wearing flamingo shirts? Um, no, he saw us though in our flamingo shirts. Could he immediately pick up on the fact that you're both wearing flamingo shirts? Yeah, is it oh, obvious yeah. that they're flamingo shirts? Yeah, they're like little pink flamingos. Yeah, okay. Well, my my flamingos were a little bit bigger than my friends, but yeah, they're. I think you could see them. Little pink things on a shirt, you got to assume they're flamingos, right? <laughs> That's true. But true. Or peeps. Or hearts. <laughs> Uh, that might be red, but 
Yeah. Either way, he was cool. <laughs> so, like, in the it. next movie he's in, it's going to be one of those situations where he and, like, Paul Rudd yeah. show up together and they're both, both wearing, wearing flamingos. <laughs> yeah. And then he's going to say, ah, oh, you wore your flamingo the shirt. Wall, wink and give you the thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. With a little ice cream dessert. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I saw him get his phone out right after. So uh, no, <laughs> oh, he needed to snap that pic for references. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that you're an inspiration. <laughs> Thanks. Um, nice. I thought it was going to be like some sort of grievance or complaint or grind my no, gears, but my gears don't grind. I'm sure they're <laughs> well oiled. <laughs> yeah, Bailey doesn't feel anything, so. Um, hey, so we saw the new Quentin Tarantino movie. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And Not you, together, but yeah. we all did. Um, well, first off, shout out to Boston. Boston's specifically cool. the Coolidge Corner, Corner. Theater. Dude, mm-hmm. it was dope. It was such a cool little theater. We loved it. We loved it so much Fenway? we wanted to buy a shirt and we forgot. No, in Brookline. Brookline. Um, tried to learn the neighborhoods up there. <laughs> Didn't do too well. Um, Boston was dope, but this little theater was great. They showed it on 35 millimeter. Um, they're just really into like the experience, the I feel like. Of movie theater experiences. Yeah, old theater. Mm-hmm. And they just did it right. It was so. cool. So like the vice president i think of the coolidge theater came out and made like a little speech before the movie played weird and it was, it was cool i backed it though they were so pumped to have the like be playing it like did he like did they <coughs> did he just do that before every time they showed the movie like <laughs> i don't know i'm they might have but they, it was cool because she said that they still have old-fashioned projectionists yeah. there and she shouted them out hard yeah so they had to change the reel nine times for this movie and she was so proud of it i thought it was so cool mm. Mm. what does that mean change the, like well, does you have the to change stop i think no there's no still, like there's only if you look film if, that fits on a reel yeah. so if you're gonna run it on 35 millimeter you have to like change the reels so usually it's like uh i would but say you, four or you, five maybe honestly i don't know how movies work but like if you have to like take one out and put one on like there's how does two. it run smooth so there's two there's oh. usually two or three like do you ever see inglorious bastards too mm-hmm. she does that and that like you could set it up but like in the top right corner and i was looking out for it too mm-hmm. there's like these little circles that show up that kind of signal. warn you or signal you to like change it and the projectionist has to have the next reel set True. up to change it it's really cool mm-hmm. um but yeah she's shouting that out and that theater if you're if you're a listener from boston Dude, I would hit this up. They're showing, Joker. or Warner Brothers reached out to them specifically. They want to show Joker on 70 millimeter at that theater. It's going to be That's dope. Cool. It's um, cool because they preserved it in its like natural state, so they didn't adjust it for population growth, kind of, like on the outside. So to get in, you have to wait in line. Like You can't wait in the lobby because there's one big theater. Yeah, they like let you in when they kind of want let, to yeah, we had to wait a while the there's only one theater and there the might thing. be two there might have been two one upstairs but the big one we were in the big yeah one. i don't know it was just a really cool experience but at the I bottom had of your ticket it says um you will be let into your theater 10 minutes before showtime cool yeah really dope so mm-hmm. shout out boston shout out coolish theater yeah theater was dope the movie uh, was amazing yeah but the movie i liked it yeah it I was cool it. very cool i liked um, it as well it's as Quentin Tarantino as you could get. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt's dope in it. So mm-hmm. good. Um, mm-hmm. Margot Robbie. Like, that. I mean, 
Brad Pitt was so good. He was yeah, the best he was part really of the good. Movie. He was my favorite part. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Leo's really good too. Yeah. Uh, but like Brad Pitt's character shines for sure. Yeah. He was uh, awesome. And he's just like a cool character. Very cool. That yeah. movie is super long, but doesn't feel it. Yeah. That's Quentin Tarantino though. Mm-hmm. Like I never feel like his movies are long, ever. You just get like immersed in it. Really good storytelling, mm-hmm. good acting. I mean, when you have like the cast of characters that he, or actors that he usually has, yeah. I mean, it's <clears throat> gonna be pretty good. But like his writing, storytelling, dialogue. I thought it was like, at first I wasn't um, like a, something that kind of bugged me, but then I kind of just got over it. Was like there wasn't any like. The story didn't, like... There wasn't, like, a plot. Yeah, you just right. kind of followed people around until, yeah. like... I guess you kind of waited till like, yeah. the killings happened or whatever. Or you thought they were going to happen If or you whatever. know the Manson story, you can, yeah, like, follow you can kind of, like, more. you're anticipating, mm-hmm. like, that yeah. night. And mm-hmm. you also pick up the, like, hints that they drop throughout that that's going to, like, occur. Oh, yeah. But, but that's really the only semblance of a plot yeah. then it's like a re- try to be like a redemption story for leo's character for in like the acting mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. but that's also a slow burn yeah yeah his scene um on like when it's, it's also pretty meta because there's like a movie set where they're like acting in a movie but like as actors one of his monologues as the actor was like incredible mm-hmm. um it was one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. And I mean, Timothy Oliphant. Oh, my God. Oof. Yeah, FF. Timothy. They were all lucky to be on set with him, in my yeah. opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> he, looked, he looked fabulous. Yeah. yeah. He really did. That dude doesn't age. He ages backwards. <laughs> yeah, well, he does. Just give him a cowboy hat. Let's He's good. <laughs> give him part three. Let's do <laughs> Timothy Oliphant part three. <laughs> I back that movie. Yeah. Very that good was awesome. Um we also saw the art of self-defense, mm-hmm. which was a very. I saw that. Your boy Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't claim him as my boy. Actually, I don't mind him. <laughs> he. I feel like he's a huge dick in real life. You think? Yeah. He um, all his characters are that way. But he's. I like his style. He's kind of a one-trick pony when it comes to acting, mm-hmm. but I like it. So, I could just keep watching. I mean, him he was Lex Luthor, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> True. Sure. Different trick but he kind of played it the same yeah lex luther though is like a (coughs) smart asshole yeah Yeah. and that's what he is for sure um like a know-it-all which is like what kind of what he is yeah but yeah that movie dude i think you'd like that movie it's fun it's good i had no expectations going into it and i truly think that helps going into movies no expectations and it was like the vibe you don't you kind of don't get what the vibe is it's yeah. like dark but funny fucked up napoleon dynamite is yeah. what i said yeah. it was yeah and I it's quirky yeah to uh even before you guys saw it I, it was playing like somewhere around here and i was like oh, do i go to the movies tonight and then i saw that movie and i was like what is this yeah but that didn't go highly so. suggest <laughs> it it's a good movie it's, it's fun um i'm not a huge jesse eisenberg fan and that was my only like trepidation going mm-hmm. in because i loved the premise yeah I was surprised of how much I enjoyed him in this movie. I think it's one of the f- further away ones from what he usually mm-hmm. does. Yeah, it you definitely is. You guys go to uh, 
Boston to just go to the movie. Yep, yeah, we, we just the and then theaters. when we weren't in the theater, we were renting movies. Yeah. They sell blockbusters yep. up there. So. We watch them on our Google Glasses. Actually, there's only one blockbuster, and it's not there. So nope. Where is it, Australia? I think it's in, like, Oregon or something. Yeah, it's yeah. in yeah. Oregon. <laughs> I don't know why I said Australia. <laughs> I Australia, mean, Oregon, yeah. same thing. Jordan and I traveled together because we're best friends. And <laughs> um, we went to D.C., like back went, in went December, and we movies. went to some movie theaters. It's kind True. of like what we like to do. Yo, our thing is we try to go to cities and do like the same thing we would do in Philly. Uh huh. Yeah, just and like, that's like find your brunch spot, your um, breakfast spot. We sampled a couple different spots. We yeah, found we found a coffee place. shop yeah. though. Yeah. Pavement coffee. I think it's like a popular Boston chain. Yeah. I don't know. It Yo, shout out Boston. <laughs> yeah, what's up? I don't Boston? know if we have any Boston listeners. Maybe we do. Some hard Pavement Coffee was incredible. It's probably one of my the fa- my favorite coffees I've like had. Whoa. Yeah, it was cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Boston rolls. Quentin Tarantino. Cool. Kate also saw Midnight Cowboy, and she's obsessed with that. I'm obsessed with it. We'll save that for another time. I'm I'm sure. itching to get into it here. Um same so i have the ball watch what i do with it (laughs) i'm gonna go around the back spin on my finger a little bit and toss it over to you kate stole it oh Oh. (laughs) here you go kate oh Oh, nice thank you see he's just trying to pat his stats i no i mean i appreciate it being handed to me instead of thrown at me because i would not catch it there you go thank you bailey for your Mm -hmm. support um, so I picked Sally Hawkins. Woo! Yay! Um, <laughs> what? This is someone who I was not aware of until I saw Paddington by myself in the theaters. Um, and <laughs> Paddington is a treasure, and it's amazing. And then Shape of Water is also amazing. So. And Shape of Water came out in the same year as Paddington 2. So two really good movies in the same year, both with her. And I kept being like, oh, man, I love these movies. Who is this cute little awesome actress? And it's Sally Hawkins. And there she was. And there she was. What a little cutie. What, what a little cutie. cutie. Um, yeah, I mean, I have to join in there with the Shape of Water was the first movie that I really knew about yeah. her. I might have seen her in other things. But, like, she never popped up on my radar until Shape of Water, which is Bailey's one of Bailey's favorite movies. I think it, it is his favorite it's movie. It's one of my... Oh, it's second definitely, favorite. like, top True romance for sure. Yeah. Um, but she's obviously fantastic yeah. in that. Um, for sure. So I was excited to kind of explore more. Well, I also saw Paddington a little while ago and <laughs> loved it. So I love Paddington. Paddington 2 was a no-brainer for me. Uh, it was no brainer for me too because I saw both of these by myself in the theater, um, and I don't regret it. Sounds like a Jason Siegel move. And, you know, him and I are yeah. kindred spirits in that way. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think she's awesome. This is one of those things where I looked back at her filmography and I hadn't seen anything else but Paddington, Paddington Two, and Shape <laughs> of Water, and I was like, "This is in- this is insane. How have I not seen her in other things?" And it just makes me wonder um, if this was more like her breakout kind of, mm-hmm. 
or if I missed that and um, if not what like I can't wait to see what she's going to do I know she was nominated for a ton of Oscars I think nine but two of them for short Whoa. films nine Oscars or, it, or like she was involved in nine Oscar nominations yeah. but two of them were for short films and um, I don't know how many of them were Shape of Water and how many of them were just connected to film she was in. Uh, oh, Blue Jasmine. That was her breakout, I believe. Yeah. Hmm. Well, she also was in Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. As an extra. She As was a un- villager. Uncredited, yeah. though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Might have been her breakout. We just, yeah. they didn't give her credit for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, Blue Jasmine, I think, is like her big. Yeah. She's also in Never Let Me Go, which, uh, I don't know. I read that book. <laughs> So maybe she's cool. She's a cool character, Miss Lucy. She's in the Godzilla movies. Yeah, yeah she is. True, true. Um, uh, this is, I was going to say this for the facts, but I'm going to just say it now. Um, Blue Jasmine is the reason why she got Shape of Water. Oh, uh, gotcha. So apparently Guillermo del Toro saw her and it loved her so much that he approached her at a party, like drunk, and said that he wanted her to be in like one of his movies. Yeah, I feel like he kind of... I think I think I heard him say before that like he wrote the role for he her. He did. So yeah, he did. Damn. Yeah. Um, so good thing she said yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's and true. she's one of those actresses that are she's definitely uh, classically trained, right? Oh, <laughs> no, for sure. She's absolutely. <laughs> she probably got her trained. start in the theater. You know? She absolutely <laughs> is classically trained. Um, Which means she's British, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Uh, cool. Well, I say we dive right in. All right. Let's go ahead first, brother. I want to do All is Bright first. All is Bright. Hell <laughs> yeah. And let me let me say, that's a 2013 masterpiece. <laughs> All is Bright. Bailey, take it away. Uh, um, so I guess Paul Giamatti is like the main character. He gets out of jail for theft he goes home his wife tells his daughter that he's dead he can't find a job so him and <laughs> so him and paul rudd head down to new york city and sell christmas trees and then there's too much chaos so it just kind of ends then yeah yeah um i mean paul rudd is also like trying to be with his wife. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Want yeah, to he get didn't in dive that. too oh. much into. It. I appreciate. I appreciate that synopsis. I was gonna then say, oh, yeah. then Paul Rudd is yeah. this. Didn't even that. mention our film friend, which is kind of tight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's she's some Russian lady. Yeah. She's um cool. This is a Christmas in July movie for us. Yeah, yeah. you could say that for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, I think Paul Shock lost his uh, holiday expert title oh really or we would have invited him on so true yeah. point. how did he lose it i just said he, he just misplaced it. he it. just he just you know we told him what time we were recording that's <laughs> <laughs> true he, he might be he might be here um but uh yeah it's a christmas movie there's I christmas get. songs in it yeah it's about selling christmas trees yeah there's a little christmas <laughs> there's an advent there. calendar counting down to the <laughs> no, days of true. christmas true um yeah. But, uh, yeah, like Bailey said, we have two film friends in it, Paul Giamatti, 
doing his classic Paul Giamatti thing. Sad mm-hmm. homeless man. Sad homeless depressed man mm-hmm. yelling, yep. <laughs> yelling mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and then we have Paul Rudd who's playing like, he's also an ex-con, but he's on the straight path. He's like um, goofy. He's yeah. like goofy yeah. guy. He's goofy, maybe post-skater. <laughs> he's not the smartest, but he's trying his best. <laughs> right. Um, <coughs> with pierced ears. Uh, his little mm. huggies are great. And spiked hair. I, yeah, I don't huggies? know. Huggies? Yeah. Like the hoops that hug your ears. Mm. Oh, I like huggies. Huggies. Mm-hmm. I'm a okay. fan of huggies. I kind of always wanted huggies. They might be called something else, but that's what I think they're called. That's okay. It's kind of cute. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. the um, I guess where Sally Hawkins comes into play, when they go down to New York, she is a Russian woman who comes and buys a Christmas tree from them, but has Paul Giamatti deliver it to the house that she's staying at. And for a while I was like, why is she staying at this? Mm-hmm. How she keeps referring to it as the dentist's palace. She says the word dentist probably like 35 times. Right. Yeah. But she's like a house sitter. She's a house. She was like she's the maid or she's yeah. the maid. She's the maid. She's, Cause she says I work there. Oh, yeah, gotcha. And she was wearing that white, like, smock, pretty much. Gotcha. I thought she was just, like, watching the house while the dentist was Well, she gone. was. She says that she does it when they go away, and that's the one time a year she gets to work in peace, is what she said. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so Paul Giamatti and her start to have this, like, strange friendship. I don't know. I think she's lonely. And I was waiting for them to hook up. Yeah, I was waiting Same. for them to I'm glad F. they didn't, though. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't either, because he one he was like gross, gross, yeah. he so let, gross. She let him shower there. Yeah, he was disgusting. He was gross. Even when he showered, he was just as gross somehow. Yeah. Uh, that's when you know you're gross. Yeah, um, true. <laughs> but uh, and she was like, I guess like she was like, you're stinky. She was like alone. I don't know what her whole deal was. She would play the piano because she was sad. She said. She said that. Um, she came here from her country to make money, right? To like mm-hmm. make ends meet, to have a better life for herself. She was lonely. And that's when the, when you go into the piano store, you get to learn more about her, right? How yeah. that she met this man who was also from her home country and she found like kindred um, spirit in this man where she feels like lost in this country and um, pretty much by herself. So I think that she saw that in Paul Giamatti's character. Didn't she also call him Putin at one point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> True. She did. Nice Putin reference. Um, Her, so she has a very strong accent. Does she do it well? I'm not really one to judge. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) You're on a podcast that literally judges movies. (laughs) Um, But that's cool. But Um, we never said we judge accents. Yeah. Uh, True. Well, as the accent expert, I guess, uh, I think she's pretty good at it. I think did she's you just believable. Give that title? <laughs> I did. <laughs> you guys weren't stepping up. I don't know if she was believable or not. So I. It's ah, hard well, to not to judge. No, no. I just it's, another non-judger. <laughs> I just think that from the amount of times I've heard Russian accents in movies, I can never tell the difference if it's a really bad accent done really well, or if it's a really good accent of a Russian accent. Does I that need- make sense? Yeah, I need a side by side comparison yes. with a real Russian. Yeah, here's the thing. <laughs> I, I feel like uh, 
I don't know. I just feel like we've talked about accents on here before without any like hiccups. But were they Russian accents? <laughs> they yeah. weren't. There's some weird thing about Russian well, that like you guys is... are afraid to say. I'm what? not afraid They're to say. They're not listening to I'm us. I'm not afraid to say. I you just. Um, my culture will be mad at me. No, I'm just. Um, I think so many people do really bad Russian accents that I'm very used to that. Yeah. So I don't know if this was a really bad Russian accent or if this was just a good one. I can't tell anymore. I'm oversaturated by Russian accents. Interesting. All right. Well, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it was pretty good. <laughs> okay. Um, also, I know she doesn't have one, so that was hard for me. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. I could see that. There we go. I'm getting something. Out of you. <laughs> um, but actually, I liked her a lot in this movie. I yeah, thought she I liked was her too. Fun. She was like, she was... She's strong-headed. Um, she, like, would poke fun at these guys. Well, she would kind of poke at Paul Giamatti, who was, ve- who was very, like, tough, gruff, and, like... Sensitive. Sensitive. <laughs> he was sensitive. He was going through a time where it was hard. I guess vulnerable, yeah. Yeah. Um, but she loved crazy hats. She wore so many crazy hats in this movie. She did a lot of cheetah print, a lot yeah. of leopard print. I was just like, damn, the hat game's strong. She's kind of gaudy. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was fun. But So the whole thing is uh, Paul Giamatti, I guess he comes out of prison, so he's looking for money. They're in Quebec also, by the way. Oh, like, yeah. The, his wife and children are speaking fluent French the whole time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, how were their accents? <laughs> I can... They were good. Okay, yes. cool. You've been to France. I've been Authentic. There. Okay, cool. Been to Quebec. I think we should post the photo of Bailey in France just so people know <laughs> oh, that yes. he was in France. They're photoshopped <laughs> on with the yeah. really yeah. big head. That's an inside <laughs> joke for just us. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, yes, yeah, so he gets out of jail there in Quebec. He needs money, one, to live, and maybe to, like, win back... I think he's, in a sense, he's trying to, like, win back his wife. He yeah. knows Absolutely. he's not going to get going to but i don't know he's just trying to grasp on anything but the thing that either kate or bailey mentioned was paul rudd is now wooing his wife and going to marry her i mean not just i feel like they're she said that they're gonna get married like she they're like in a relationship it's not just like him trying to get her like Mm -hmm. they are in like a committed relationship already as paul giamatti says why is he kissing you on this bridge yeah right but paul rudd is also still technically married to his wife though Mm. a lot of a lot of shit that whole storyline of him still being married and then eventually she calls and says he can get a divorce is kind of like didn't need to be there weak it's weak he doesn't need to be in a relationship it doesn't really do anything to the plot really because the whole time he's like i just want to divorce marie so i could marry therese or therese um and then when marie calls him and says yes we'll have a divorce he gets real bummed out runs away from the christmas tree shop for a while and like it's like strange where what where the fuck was this well i think it makes sense because i think that like it made it real this idea of like they're both they were both at crossing they both cross the canadian border to deal with crossing points in their lives right so paul g is doing this like post jail life of what's his decision going to be is he going to continue down this path where he's going to try to um win his wife back and you know get himself straight of becoming like not a thief anymore and is um paul rudd going to actually pull the trigger and change his whole life to be with this woman mm-hmm. and they're kind of both cross his border to like deal with these situations and i think when it comes real for both of them it's tough yeah 
Um, and I can see that being a hard... He was married to that woman. I mean, that's probably going to be a thing that's going to be hard to adjust to whether you want a divorce or not. So I think that part was actually one of the more realistic aspects of this movie. Um, so I understood that part. Yeah. Um, at first, they're pretty terrible at selling Christmas trees. Which is weird because Paul Rudd said he's done it before. Yeah, for yeah. three. I mean, he didn't have huge Antoine with him, but... Oh, that... Yeah part pissed me off what Antoine that he just like let him go so Paul Rudd has gone to New York before and sold Christmas trees and he always had his partner uh huge Antoine with them but then there's a moment where he has to tell Antoine you're not coming to New York with me uh Paul Giamatti this this homeless man <laughs> over here is um and Antoine pushes Paul Rudd into the snow did you see that I don't. I think I missed I that did. part. Honestly, I did weird. see that. No, do you I know who Antoine it. is? No, no, I do <laughs> he not. He was the old help. That was like. I, I know who. I think I didn't see the. I just kind of saw like, oh, I need to. I, honestly, I wasn't paying attention too much, and then Paul Rudd and Paul Giamatti were on their way. He was yeah. also the one that the Christmas Carol are sang to at the end. Yeah. Huh. If um, he doesn't the remember end. the, but the Bailey's not gonna remember. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the part that pissed me off because I'm like, Paul Giamatti should just get another fucking job. Yeah. And yeah, but he couldn't. Like the he went to his like fucking probation officer and or whoever he was, and he was like, "Yeah, I need to get some job." And the guy was like, "Fuck no, Yo, you're that's not getting anywhere." Definitely not the way that happens, right? I was so. Oh, you're shocked. talking about like the probation officer? Yeah, yeah, in real oh, life. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, the probation no. officer was like, "Yeah, yeah. He you said, need to find a place to stay." He's There's like, no "Come back in a month." Yeah, it's, you're never it's, getting a job. He's like, Christmas is coming up in three weeks. Yeah. Come back after yeah, that. Yeah, you know what normally happens is probation managers hook them up with mental health counseling. They get mental health counseling, and that mental health counseling place gives them a case manager who helps them find a yeah, job. Yeah, it was that like, probation <laughs> office. And then when um, Paul Giamatti does go and go to New York and sells Christmas trees, somehow it gets back to his probation officer that he got a job, and the guy's reaction to it was like, really? I don't believe it. I don't believe that. Really? Yeah. Like. The fuck this is guy's this guy? just like doesn't want him to thrive. Um, yeah. We do have to mention though, Paul Rudd's trying to be the straight man, and he's doing a good job with it. Um, but Paul Giamatti can't break the habit of stealing yeah. things. Steals the uh, border officer's wallet, which I thought was going to come back in this movie and Never bite did. him in the ass. It actually was useless. Yeah. Like, well, I think he felt bad. I, I don't know if he felt bad or what, but he just took the condom out and then put it in the mailbox right yeah I, it was just I guess sad so. i guess like the mailbox was just to like have it get back to him yeah if you, you know do I mean? that it, like the the uh, mailman will pick it up yeah. and deliver it oh yeah. gotcha and then he's stealing things throughout the movie there is one touch though right when he gets out of jail like a con man would do and i was like well this is gonna be one of those cool con man movies kind of a la Sneaky Pete, even though that's a show. Uh, <laughs> a la, what is one out of sight? Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, but uh, he asks for, hey, do you have a light mm-hmm. first? And then the person's like, yeah, I have a light and hands him a light. And then he's like, do you also have a smoke? And I feel like that's a sneaky way to mm-hmm. get a cigarette Absolutely. instead of asking. Just a, And that's like the first con he does. And then he does a bunch throughout the whole thing. Um, but he's like really good at it. Like, he never gets caught except Sally Hawkins catches him, but she's very cool about it. Yeah, she she backs him up. Which strengthens their relationship, I think, Mm -hmm. uh, even a little more. That she knows what he is, but she's okay with it. 
I really think that this is a love story about a man and trees. <laughs> I think this is a man who falls in love with trees. Who's yeah. the man in which tree? Paul Giamatti. Giamatti falls in love with trees. Yo, I love that little detail that he gets a book about trees and starts to learn Learning all about, about them. them. As he says, the trees are blameless. Yeah, <laughs> trees are blameless. <laughs> so they start to do really well. Um, by the end of Christmas, they make $20,000. And they only spent $3,000 for the trees, so... You got 17k in profit there. They actually made more than that because um, Paul Rudd's character buys a ring. Went and bought, True. Went and bought a ring. True. Um, now, through all their their sales, there was this man who came and he was a homeless or a blind he was man. a blind guy, mm-hmm. and you know you thought it was just a lighthearted part of the story. He cracks a joke, um, you know, help me buy a tree that doesn't look like a blind guy got it and you're Mm -hmm. like ha 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 there's a lot of jokes like that um then towards the end of the movie when they're like celebrating 20k and you think oh this is gonna be great um the blind guy comes in guess what not blind not blind holds them up not one bit gunpoint (laughs) takes their 20k takes the ring jacks up paul road you know jacks up paul road hard yeah um, I actually felt really, really bad for them in that Me moment too. too. And I, you knew like it wasn't going to be scot-free. They mm-hmm. weren't going to get 20K going to be end of the movie. But I don't know, man. Yo, I, f- I felt bad for them. For, at one point during like that whole exchange, I thought one of the two guys was setting that up so that they didn't have to oh, cut the other guy in Ooh, to that the deal. Been, that would have been good. Mm-hmm. But... Didn't didn't follow through with yeah. that. If they had the other guy, was named Anton. Antoine. Antoine. If they had Antoine, that never would have happened. Antoine was huge. Yep. Yeah. Never would have happened. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't see him really. <laughs> never <laughs> he pushed Paul Rudd in the beginning. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also another side character named Nozomo. <laughs> I don't know what what he had to do with. See the, the guy that worked there for a little bit. Yeah, yeah he was bit. like was like a man who sold figurines on the street, and what they would pay him. To cover the Christmas tree sale- mm-hmm. sales mm-hmm. when they had to like do things, like yeah, yeah. move the, the plot along. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. Um, I love the Pamela Anderson of Tree Guys. Oh uh, yeah, they were mm-hmm. sick. Um, respect them. That one guy's from that movie Brooklyn with film y- friend. You respect them. Yeah, <laughs> I do. The, the most side characters of the movie. Yo, they here. stood up for Paul Giamatti so hard. They really do. They were so cool about it. Um, I like the scenes where they're competitors, the people selling oh, the yeah. Christmas trees across the street. I like uh, Paul Giamatti does his classic PG scream um, and like threatens their lives. Yeah. I like those moments. Stole their sign. Those are good. And then they put out an elf, inflatable elf in front of their... Mm-hmm. tree shop um but uh yeah so they get they get mugged they lose their money so as con men as ex-con men or i guess paul giamatti's ma- basically the driver of this yeah they think about a way that they could get money um or even like so th- i guess a part we didn't mention is that like his daughter um loves the piano but doesn't actually have one to play she like pretends to play all the time Mm -hmm. and i guess a way to still make paul rudd's future wife paul giamatti's ex-wife happy and the daughter happy is if they got the girl like an expensive piano Mm -hmm. instead of the ring i guess Mm -hmm. yeah and that piano is super expensive and 
So they know that because this is what links our film friend's character to the plot. Whereas in the dentist home, they have a um, piano. Like it's like an old Steinway. Yeah. Super nice piano. Um, and they have her like pretty much distract or whatever to get the piano out of mm. the home. Yo, how they got that piano out of that home, though? Like, it was cool, and it mm-hmm. looked like they did it. I don't think two people easy. could yeah. do that. I don't know. It might be too heavy. Honestly. Yeah, it seemed too I heavy. I thought that part was more believable than them getting it out of the truck and setting it up on the front lawn when they got home. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, they had all the time in the world to do that. I That's guess. actually they really used, true. They like, ropes and books. But there's a pulley system. A pulley yeah. system to get it out of the house. But when you got to the house, it, they just set it up on the front lawn like yep. no big deal. And the girls. It's weird to set it up on the front lawn, too. Because oh. then, what, you have to take it apart and put it into the house yeah. again. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Such a strange move. So strange. But for cinematic purposes, they needed that shot. The girl didn't even play the piano. When they showed her, quote unquote, playing the piano, she wasn't even pressing the keys down. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the whole time she was practicing on a piece of cardboard. True. Maybe but they had, she, to, maybe they had sound coming out of the Because piano. of that, maybe she didn't know you had to push the keys down. <laughs> but there was still sound coming out of it. She just yeah. wasn't pressure. It was not a player piano. Yeah. So then the movie just ends there. They bring the piano but home I to the little girl. that move because that was Paul Giamatti's crossroads. So that was his whole, his whole reason for going down there was to make money to buy his daughter a piano. Mm-hmm. To prove that he was no longer a ghost. Um. So when they brought the piano to the home, he hid behind the truck so only the wife could see and not the daughter. Right. And it's a good ending. Yeah. I'm curious how they're going to pay back the loans for the Christmas tree. That was my tree. question, too. <laughs> I thought you were curious about the sequel. Oh. Uh, sure. Um, I think also one of my favorite parts of this movie is our film friend's scene when she gets really drunk with all uh, of them. That, that was, like, my mm-hmm. favorite, yeah. That scene's charming. She's really, like, good at playing drunk to the point where i thought she might have actually been drunk yeah um, i think i think she was actually really she's solid and really this movie. good in this yeah. movie but i like how she said that she doesn't say goodbyes but she also doesn't say hellos yeah Fair that was really funny it's a russian thing and um she also said that the dentists were at the hole of jackson yeah um for those of you who mm-hmm. like the live <laughs> streaming video of Jackson Hole. <laughs> Shout out to you people. For all of those yeah. people out AKA there. AKA all of us sitting in this room. Yeah. And if you never check that out, YouTube Jackson Hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a really cool live stream. But she's there. she's cool. She's protective. She um, doesn't let them smoke, which is like a funny mm. joke that they have going on. Um, I just want to know. I Bailey's right. I want to know about the sequel. <laughs> like, what does Paul Giamatti do? He has to go a separate way, but like he goes back to his. Does he go back to New York? His con man wrote. Oh, maybe he goes back to fall in love with Sally Hawkins. No, I'm not saying that. (laughs) But he said how much he liked the city. Yeah. How much he didn't want to go back. But he's on probation for years. Correct. So I wonder if we see like sequels him off of probation heading back to New York. But his probation officer seems pretty checked out, so he would probably get away with it. Yeah, I feel like you could, like, as long as you just have to appear in person, you can make some phone calls. Because they literally told the probation officer he got a job, and the guy didn't ask any follow-up questions. Nope. <laughs> I mean, he was out of state, out of country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And yeah. I was wondering why they had to sneak him into the Christmas tree pile, and that was why. 
in the beginning. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. They could have got shut down real mm-hmm. quick. Yeah. Um, oh, we also f- I also forgot to mention in the drunk scene when Paul Giamatti is so drunk that he falls over and does a like a midair flip into a tire. Oh, yeah. He does like a cool little yeah. forward roll right That was the, the craziest hey, shit I've ever seen. Paul Giamatti does his own stunts. <laughs> oh, speaking of doing their own stunts. And there's a scene in this movie where Sally Hawkins is playing the piano and she's actually playing that on the piano. Oh, nice. Which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, she she does it all. She's yeah. awesome. Uh, Accents, co- piano. Cool. So I also want to say this was the wor- this was the lower rated movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we one, we didn't mention that, but two, we also talked about it like in a pretty positive light, yeah. which is rare. Um, I would say this is definitely up there with one of the better well-made movies mm-hmm. um i think maybe i think a lot of it has to do with acting i mean you have paul giamatti right. you have paul yeah. rudd and sally hawkins leading True. leading cool. the way like three really solid actors i also think that we're so jaded by complicated nonsensical plots for bad movies mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. this had a very simple straightforward streamlined plot yeah where not a lot of plot fall. holes not like, a lot of yeah. problems with it it wasn't hard to follow. It made sense. There was definitely some plot holes. Overall, it was just like boring. But yeah. it wasn't like, there wasn't it, like what the fuck is going on type bad movie. Yeah, it was, de- I feel like it was kind of easy, like Coast, I said a couple yeah. times, to get sidetracked. Look at my phone. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, not really involved super hard. Jordan and I watched this on the train back from Boston. And there was points where I noticed myself just looking out the window instead of looking at the screen. Yeah. Just listening to the dialogue. Yeah, I was enthralled. Really? So the whole time. This was not true worst. True worst yeah. was It's a Wonderful Afterlife at 32%. Mm. And then after that, the new Godzilla movie. Godzilla King of Monsters at 41. Which is surprising because, Bailey, didn't you like that movie? Yeah. I thought it was good. I mean, she wasn't really like yeah, she in it she, too much. She's not in it too long. No, nah, it was. I mean, it's good Godzilla movie. Like, I think people were expecting like more, some fucking masterpiece, but yeah. it was just like a monster movie. It was yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So, what would you guys rate this movie? Um, do we go out of five or out of ten? Out of ten. Ten. <laughs> We've done that for ninety-one episodes. <laughs> um, cool five. Right down the middle. Ooh. Yeah, right there with you. Cool, hard five. Yeah. I gave this a 3.2 originally, but I think that's just because I was tired of being on the train. Yeah. Um, oh, it's weird. I mean, I've, uh, it's so weird when I feel like I like the movie less, and then no, I hear a lower rating. Bump it up mine to 4.5. Okay. Still more than it's Still yeah. lower. Well, that, if you bump yours to a 4.5, I'm going to bump mine to a 4.2. Okay. Oh, look what you did. Look what you did. You b- made his five. You made a five equal to him, and he said that he liked it less than you, so he probably would have bumped it down after your rating anyway. It's true. Uh, it's good true. point. Look at what I did. <laughs> uh, ratings in this show mean nothing. Yeah, speaking of ratings meaning nothing, I'm making an announcement. This is my oh personal my corner. Okay. Get Ra- we're getting hold rid hold of the ratings. Yo, yep. we could just do a uh, who liked it the most out of us, who liked it the oh, least. Oh, I like that. that. Okay, let's and do it. We'll have to fight for who liked it the most <laughs> yeah. and who liked it Rock, the least. Rock paper scissors shoot. Right. The person in the middle will have to quiz us. <laughs> All right. Well, you just got a little uh, peek behind the curtains how we figure things out <laughs> yeah. for this podcast. Um, but I'm down. So, unfortunately, that was <laughs> All Is Bright will be the last movie that we rate. 
Um, <laughs> wasn't my personal corner, but I'm okay. down with it. What is your personal corner? My then? personal corner is on Letterboxd. I'm also retiring from giving star ratings. Oh, here starting we go. now. There's always Dude, I can't do it. Thing I, Jordan has his letterbox yeah. every week. <laughs> he always just mention it somehow. <laughs> I uh, I can't take the stress anymore because I go back and look at all the movies that I've reviewed like this year. Yeah, and I d- like I don't agree with the ratings. Yeah. And it changes for me all the time, so I can't have that out in the world. Just letting all the followers know. You know. Yeah. Fair. Um, and that's the end of my personal corner. Moving on. We're in between movies. How are you guys doing? Good. Fine. I thought you said Paul Shock was coming over. I yeah, mean, he told him. He, he did said. say he was coming over an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> he okay. probably started watching Democratic debates. Can can't take his eyes off of it. So <laughs> true. Um, yeah. Speaking of eyes, eyes are in your head. The head's on top of your body. Makes me curious. <laughs> What's your height? What's your weight? What's your height? What's your weight? With your hopes, match your decay. What's your height? What's your weight? Would they get it wrong? Shit. All right. So this week we're doing the works. That's what I'm calling it now when we have all the subjects. I started that last week, so this is not breaking news. We are. We're changing things up here. Um, so Bailey said that she's 5 feet 5 inches, 90 pounds, A boobs, 30 wide. <laughs> what? I don't. Okay. Um, size 6 shoe, 50 years old, Aquarius. Jordan says she's 5'5 five five as well, 120 pounds, single A's. Plus? Is that what that's supposed to be? Yeah, like single A's, but they're like plus. They're like, good job. All right. Um, shoes, eight shoes, 49 Pisces fish. Um, the shape of water. <laughs> Where'd you want to be an Aquarius? Well, aren't the Pisces the fish? Oh, I guess that's yeah. true. But I, for some reason, I just thought of a aquarium. Uh, Aquarius, yeah. I mean, Dude, don't be afraid to <laughs> speak they're into probably, the mic there. You're leaning all the your both, fat Joe over there. I mean, Aquarius is probably also a water sign, right? So, all right. So the internet has a discrepancy, but most of the sites say that she's five two. Oh, she's tiny. Some say that she's five five, but most of them say that she's <laughs> wait, five two. Wait. That's so weird. No five threes or five fours. No, just a bump. But I checked multiple sites, and the majority says five two. Fair. Um, she's 105 pounds. She's a 34A. Um, some sites also say 34B, <laughs> but I guess that depends on. Yeah, in her bra. Well, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, 34A could be a 34B. Correct. Yeah. So the 34, 34 is your like waist size. Right. The right. width. The width. And, and then. And the A is the height. Is is <laughs> and then like. A, B, C, D is the cup size. The depth. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. But how can a 34A be a 34B then? I'm Dude, so there's confused. More depth. You know how you wear your pants, 32, 33, 34? Yeah, yeah. You yes. go that way, and then this so way. So this part. No, guys, I get that, but how can an A be the same as a B? It's not. It, dude, so it I was going to say, so there's 
there was the same thing as the internet said that she was five oh, two or oh, five five. Oh, oh, you're saying there's a discrepancy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I okay. There, okay, yeah. we're good. Come on, yeah. we're good. Okay. Sorry, boobs. I've been a nerd my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> She's a shoe size. Get ready for this. Five. Ooh. She's got little tiny That's feet. That's at six. Wow, she's not is. too far off. Short feet. So she was born April 27th, 1976, which makes her 40 years, 43 years old. Mm. Um, and she is a Taurus. Mm. Yeah, I feel a little weird. I don't know. I mean, this will turn into a poll, and I know Bailey came at us saying last week that we think everybody's hot, but there's a part of me that finds her sexy. I think she's like charming is what i would say she's sweet she's okay. sweet sweet and charming yeah hey sweet and charming to me is sexy so we'll All do right, it in we'll the shape of it. water yeah. um anyway <laughs> um she's been wanting to act she wanted to act since she was three years old when she went to the circus um yeah and so you want to do anything at shit. three years old when you're th- you don't know what the <laughs> fuck's going on when you're three years old she originally wanted to go into comedy acting but then what, when she was three? Yes. <laughs> Originally. And then she started doing plays and went dramatic. So she was uh, classically trained, right? She did theater school her <laughs> so whole fucking classically. life. You yes. start off comedy, then you go Yeah, dramatic. she's been into acting her whole life. She, all she did was fucking act her whole life. Um, she also has dyslexia. Thank Ooh. you. I appreciate that. Representing us dyslexic people. 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 I just did it right there. There you go. Um, she also has lupus, um, uh, which is unfortunate. That's. Uh, but it's a sister disease to Crohn's disease. So we sisters. are alike. Oh, sister, sister. Sisters um, in your ailments. She is good friends with Kate Blanchett after they did Blue Jasmine together. And apparently when she went up to do her acceptance speech, Kate Blanchett, she thanked the director for putting them together so they could meet. Oh, Woody Allen. I guess. <laughs> sure. Um, uh, oh, so when they were filming Paddington, like the first one, she suffered a concussion because she walked into a crane because they were filming at night. She didn't see the crane walked into it. Mm. Mm. Um, does her own stunts. Yeah, <laughs> she does. And as we said before, she was um, in picked by shape for Shape of Water by Guillermo mm. for her role in Blue Jasmine. But she was actually writing a short film about a woman who turns into a mermaid before she even got the script. Like right before Damn. she got the script, she was like writing that. Can women turn into mermaids? I guess in her story they did. Yeah, I really, I want to see a good mermaid story. Uh, I mean, splash. I know you have the little mermaid. Yeah, I know we have the little mermaid, but aquamarine I mean, splash. You mean Aquaman? <laughs> Isn't there like a yeah? There's girl an movie? aquamarine movie. Yeah. Or they find a mermaid in the water and they, like, take care of her. Yeah. No, but I want to see one, like, the closest thing for me was Lady in the Water, in my opinion. But uh, I want to see, like, a transformation. So, a splash. Yeah, but, like, a good one. Oof. That's rough. I'm not even talking to you anymore. <laughs> um, her favorite reality TV show is HGTV Design Star. <laughs> okay. Um, she's also good friends with James Corden and they made one of those like marriage packs that if they weren't like married by the ages of age 35, they would marry each other. Um, so did they pass that? Yeah. And also they got married like wait, individually, like James Corden's getting, married. Is it getting hot in here? <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, 
Cue the music. It's so hot. I'm sweating so <laughs> We're just, hard. We'll sweat a lot while okay. Bailey does it. Ethan Hawke said it was a privilege to work with her and that she was one of the best actors he's ever worked with, uh, comparing her work to Denzel Washington level <laughs> um, acting skills. Um, she's also good friends with Colin Farrell. Her parents are children's book writers and illustrators that are pretty like well noted in England. Mm. And she has a fear of snakes. Fear of snakes? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's it, Bailey. So you're on. Cool. You know, when you think of Denzel Washington, you think, <laughs> think of Sally, Sally Hawkins. Hawkins. Although, dude, these three movies that I've seen her in, she's, she's pretty an fucking all-star. good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> huh. It's it's. <laughs> I wonder who she shares this with in her yeah. relationship. Yeah, well, am I the dropping the ball? Dude, yeah. is the f- is your file cabinet stuck? <laughs> He lost the key. I can't get it open. All right. Well, we might have to skip it until you get a locksmith. I can't get any hotter. It's too hot. Yeah, I'm going to explode. I see a lot of James Corden. <laughs> um, so did her and James Corden, are, are we? Did you, are you just looking is at James it Corden? True that, are, you, are you just looking at James Corden's file? Is that why? Yo, she is of introverted nature. <laughs> All right, that's it. Close case. Oh, do we have a cold case? Oh, is it a cold case? Yo, I would have... love if someone could help me. We have a cold case right now. <laughs> this file is remaining open Dude, until further. We might have a cold case. <laughs> this is a first for a lot of things tonight. Um, I guess you're running dry. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah, well, yeah we have to move on yeah, yeah we'll move on case. yo she's, she's she's a mystery well Enjoy. she keeps such a low profile your uh, file cabinet's broken i guess it's a cold case because she's an introvert uh we'll move on we'll get back to the listeners when we uh get the cabinet open at he some opened point it, it was just filled with water yeah <laughs> yeah i got nothing on her dude i think she's um uh celibate uh <laughs> I don't know how you jumped all the way to that so, conclusion. Why that? I have to ask you a question here. <laughs> so like, you have to have sex to get on your file. That's that when you poof right into your file. Okay. 
So <laughs> yeah. She must be celibate. That's the creepiest like visual the <laughs> It sounds like you just like stalk these people. Yeah. She's just so uh dedicated to her craft. She doesn't yeah. have time for sex. For sure. Which yeah, one hundred percent. Cool. I respect it. I sp- I, I spec it. it. I spec. I spec it. Um, cool. Well, let's uh, since we found out found out a lot. Uh, let's move on to <laughs> let's move on to the next one. Um, let's do it, Ladybug. I am. I mean, Kate. That's not me. <laughs> sorry. Uh, there is a ladybug in. Yeah, let's get this ladybug out of here. <laughs> I am gonna. Take the ball, spin it around. Why and, do you have to do that to me? I don't have to pick it anymore. And I'm, no, steal I'm gonna, it. Steal it. I'm going to hand it to you um, <laughs> to talk about the next movie. <laughs> Great. Um, so the next movie is Paddington 2. I love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey, take it away. Okay. So here's the thing. Paddington. I didn't see Paddington 1. So. <laughs> oh, you're missing out. So Paddington's living in london he's friends with the whole neighborhood he's everyone's favorite bear <laughs> yep and uh he wants to get his his auntie a uh <laughs> a pop-up book an old old pop-up book of london because she's never come to london i don't know why she hasn't come to london she sacrificed her whole life for him yeah well why doesn't she come visit i, I don't know she said she was too old Contrary to the ending. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and then Hugh Grant is this fucking magician who shows up, and he steals this book, and everyone thinks Paddington did it, and then Paddington gets thrown in jail and uh, makes everybody marmalade sandwiches, (laughs) and then everyone loves him, and then he sneaks out, and they catch Hugh Grant, and then he... His auntie comes. Auntie. Auntie, sorry. Yeah. Auntie Lucy. Nice. That's, yeah. that's the best synopsis I've ever given. Yeah, that it was really great. was. It was, was great. really good. But here's my thing. Dude, how come... Um, maybe it happened in the first one. I don't know. And everyone's just used to it by now. But, like, does that, no one, like, say, like, what's up with this bear who's, like, uh, talking and shit? They kind of just immediately just except that it's a talking there's bear. a little bit of that in the first one like you know the guy who he's like the neighborhood watch guy yeah the first one the kind hater? of plays the that hater. he like hates a little harder in the first yeah. one it's kind of like racism a yeah. little bit yeah um, it is. but it's addressed in the first one but they're also just kind of down with having yeah. a bear in the so neighborhood they meet though. him by so aunt lucy sends him to new york on his own to new york to london, to, to london oh. the new york of england <laughs> yep fair enough uh, <laughs> true and he's just chilling in the train station yeah waiting to someone to catch his eye okay oh and true Sally Hawkins like, look at this goddamn cute pair. And her husband's like, yo, keep going. And she's like, no, I'm going to talk to this bear. And, and they're like, this bear can talk. No, they're just like, no, he just started talking. They were yeah, like, they're like fine it. with it. Mm-hmm. They not, don't say I'm not anything about it. it. You're not I'm buying not buying it. it. There'd be cameras everywhere. This bear would be, is fucking talking. Is it a teddy bear? Is it a real bear? It's What's a real, it's a real bear. bear. It's a real bear. 
Dude, you need it's to see It's dressed up in clothes. Correct. <laughs> He's a teddy bear. He's wearing Aunt Lucy's hat. <laughs> Wait a second. So you think a teddy bear is just one of bears in clothes? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, so they just like, they like don't talk to the bear and they talk to the is bear he a child in the first one because he's yeah. immediately just an adult no he's like a teenager yeah i don't well, know he's well he's proper a tra- they never address yeah, his he's, age he's in london bro. <laughs> he's, in he's classically trained yeah England. he seems very classical um so uh, the vibe i'm getting from you you're not a paddington fan yo uh, it's it's fine it's cute I don't know. Maybe if I was... <laughs> this has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I said it's the cutest movie I of all it's, time. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute, but it's no Babe Pig in the City. Yo. <laughs> it's yeah, very different from Babe Pig in the City. It's very different, but I love that comparison. <laughs> it might not be as cute. I don't know. <laughs> or Stuart... Yo, I get more on board with Stuart Little. Ugh. <laughs> Don't even M. Night say that. literally wrote it. <laughs> yeah, does Stuart Little talk? Yeah. Yes. Does anyone question that? No. Well, dude, he's a mouse. <laughs> What's the difference? Oh yeah, oh, yeah that's right. Mice no, I think people do question. He doesn't talk to. Wait. Yeah, he talks to everybody. Oh yeah, he's like in the <laughs> orphanage and like. And no one bats an eye. <laughs> he was like a, a mouse that couldn't get adopted, so they just like adopt him. Well, Paddington just a little wait was Paddington based off a book yes yeah. and it came out before or after Stuart Little before way before isn't it like an old it's like story? a picture E.B. Yeah. White <laughs> um, definitely before that's hmm. Charlotte's Web it's yes. the same same author right I have oh, really? no idea well it as is as what well now it is Stuart Little yeah alright we're doing some research Jordan do some research I'm good <laughs> I either way it. dude I Maybe it was because it's British that threw me off. <laughs> Yo, I feel like that uh, might the be Kings, true. Kings he, he felt too mature. Like he, I wanted him to be more of a child. So that's what the first one is. He's a little more getting his bearings, I so think. So they never really address what age he is. But in the first one, he's just like, it's a fish out of water in the first yeah. one. It's Babe Pig he's in the still, city. He's still out of water. Like He doesn't yeah. understand anything. Well, yeah. then watch the first one. Well, he's worse. been. He, how long has he been there? I don't know. They didn't say. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> don't Jesus come at Christ. us like that. Um, I do have to say I love this fucking movie. Did you have any questions about the sandwich and the hat? Because that plays a big part in the so first So the hat, uh, the hat, did the hat play any role? It's, it's that's like Aunt his, Lucy's hat. <laughs> it, it, Dude, I thought that's where's his raincoat. It's his fucking he auntie's. Blue, Doesn't he wear a raincoat? He, he wears the blue coat in the first movie. Yeah, he's not in his uniform as much in this no. movie because he's in a prison uniform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's um, in prison a lot of, in yeah. a lot of this majority of this movie. Um, where we meet film friend Brendan Gleeson. And then marmalade is like his his shit, I guess. So in the first movie, right, this British explorer comes over and meets Aunt Lucy, her husband. A British explorer? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What and year is it? Because he's from like, they're like from the deep yeah, jungle. jungle. Yeah. And well, Aunt Lucy turns 100 in this movie. So she's pretty old. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. Not every day. Oh, oh, you're 100. talking about the bear. My bad. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Sally Hawkins. No. So an explor- <laughs> British explorer goes and meets the family, the bear family, uh-huh. right? And introduces them to Marmalade. 
And so they learn how to make marmalade based off their experience. And that's why they want to go to London because they met this man from London. They had such a great experience when they met him. So I have a question. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the movie starts off with like uh paddington like falling in a river mm-hmm. and yeah that's when how they found him and then they took care of him so is him falling is that before the first movie even yeah yeah so why did they show that at the beginning of the second movie something that's origin supposed to be story before bro. The first origin story <laughs> i think that's just to give you a quick snapshot of why they're they building out, out paddington's universe <laughs> <laughs> You're oh, a fan of it. the Marvel universe, yeah. right? Yeah. Are you a fan of Wolfie? <laughs> Who's Wolfie? <gasps> He's the dog he's that the Paddington. Dog. Oh no, we like Wolfie. Yeah, we. Like- no, I mean Paddington's cool. He's just like a little. He's a square. Yo, he's yeah. so square. I he's, love it. He's so but square that everyone loves him. He like if you practice, what does he say? If you're nice and kind, the world will be right. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. I back yeah. It. He's definitely a square, but we need more squares in this world. Yep. Yeah. He's just sure. he's unapologetically himself. Right? Like yeah. he fucks up all the time. He's just like, Whoops, we're good. And people are like, ha 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 ha. Yeah. He makes friends wherever he goes. Seriously. <laughs> Is that up. a note you wrote down? <laughs> no, Absolutely. He glanced say. at it and then yeah. said it. No, I I don't. I do have uh I have the band. What what does that mean? <laughs> oh, the music is so good. Yeah. They actually show the band that's playing the music like throughout the movie, which I hmm. love. Yeah, they do that in the first one as yeah, well. Yeah, they do. Yeah, you might have to watch the first one mm-hmm. to truly appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, here's the thing. I get it. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I don't know. It's just like... A lot of these questions. It's for you have. babies. It's straight up for babies. <gasps> no, it's not. Yes, it is. I was gonna. I wrote a note that it's rated PG, and we don't do many PG movies. It's, it, why isn't it rated G? To be honest, <laughs> what made? It, what, where's the P come in? Because he's naked. Where's the he's, P? He's naked the whole movie. <laughs> this I movie guess. is very highly rated. Hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's PG because Hugh Grant's in it and he yeah, like and had that whole comeback. prostitution Yo, thing. This is rated 4.2 on Letterboxd. That's out of very 10 or high. Out of 5. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people love this movie. Adults love this movie. It. Like it's you do, okay, if you don't like the story or think he's too square, you do have to admit the like animation oh, it and looks everything. Good. It looks Visually really good. Beautiful. It does look good, so this, yeah. This is the same guy that did the show The Mighty Boosh. So it's like very stylistically the same. I don't know what that is. Old Man Greg. Do you know what that is? You know in Great British Bake Off, the host, Noel Fielding? Yeah. It's his buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you sold me. There you go. Um, so I have a question. Is Sally Hawkins the smarter person in the relationship? Than her husband? Yeah. I mm. think so. Yeah. Yeah. Sally Hawkins has her shit together. Yeah, one, she does. She's also like, yeah, the grounded character. Even in Paddington 1, she finds Paddington. Mm-hmm. She kind of, you know, makes the family Yeah. kind of, I don't know. She's she brings glue? everything together, yeah. Where the dad kind of just goes on gut instinct. And this one, I like it because he's like checked out a little bit because mm-hmm. his career is he's, he's just a middleman. Midlife crisis. Yeah, midlife crisis. So he's a little checked out. But Sally Hawkins is. Well, she's the one that figures out Hugh Grant did the dub. Right. She does. Uh, <laughs> she, we find out she's the one that figures out everything. She's like an investigator in this, and her husband doesn't believe 
her the whole time until she cracks it and then he says we did it mm-hmm. um so i feel like he's you know head of household but she's the smart one which i kind of like i think she's a really interesting character she's great and she wants to swim the french channel mm-hmm. english channel no okay. idea what channel she, she wants, wants to, to swim in the water um which is what i like about this movie now baby or baby <laughs> bailey up, said baby? this movie <laughs> <laughs> bailey said this movie's for babies <laughs> which <laughs> i <laughs> i kind of <laughs> i have to disagree a little bit but i see where you're going but i do like what it does which like children's stories do all the time they kind of set up what the characters motivations and like what they want to do or what they're good at and then you know all of those things are going to play a factor in the end and the whole family they all have one thing the mom wants to swim to france the dad used to be really good at this one carnival game he also used to just be like a stud right a badass he was a stud and then this son loves steam trains um but he's also trying to be cool so no one knows and that the daughter and runs a female only paper <laughs> which what does that play into like they all come together to <laughs> save paddington at the end and they all use their special interests but what what's the daughter that was she's like what did she those do newspapers that have been like revealing the information that they found that they weren't allowed to sell oh uh, okay mm-hmm. cool cool um, uh, about Hugh Grant. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. And like all the pieces that they found, and when they go up to Newsom, they're like riveting information. Okay. So know. she's like the sleuth, like she's writing the story right, journalistically. Exactly. Okay. Cool. Oh, um, did you know there's gonna be a third one? What? That's Dude, crazy. I'm telling you, the Paddington universe is. It's on it's, top. It's, it's See, out it's there. It's fine. Um. I don't know. You guys are into like all that uh that the British humor, and I'm just not on board. <laughs> you guys prefer the British Office. You no, know we do like don't you the shadows or whatever that is. <laughs> so first of all, I do not prefer the British. Office. Yeah, don't don't say that. You also are one of the biggest fans I know of Great British Bake Off, so you can't even stand there and say anything. Don't I'm you? Sit, well, for, I'm sitting, <laughs> and and what we do in the shadows is, is New Zealand. Yeah, <laughs> not British. Exactly. Uh, so way to way yeah, to well, do a good job. they get there? You know. <laughs> Anyway, our <laughs> film friend Brendan Gleeson's in this movie as Knuckles McGinty, which yeah. I think is the sickest name. He plays the chef at the prison, yep. who is like tough skin, but dude, Paddington makes friends wherever he goes, so he breaks <laughs> them down. I loved watching Brendan Gleeson squeeze an orange with just one hand. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was sick. Um, he's also just a a cool character in general. Um. Yeah, but they so they they help uh, Paddington escape from prison, and they, save and the they day. fucking double time him though. I don't like how they mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're they lie they to circle him. back. Yeah, and they, they circle back and hook him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's a movie. It's a sh- movie about for babies. Baby. <laughs> no <laughs> so one can actually be bad. Yeah, no one's bad. But there's a lot of points where it's like sad, and you think yeah. it's gonna go sour, and they do a good job selling the emotion, even if you know it's going to end in a positive note. Now, I wonder what the third one's going to be. Is it going to be him and Aunt Auntie Lucy, like, living it up in London? I hope we can learn more about Mrs. Bird. Yeah, we need more about Mrs. She, she doesn't. She kind of plays the same role in the first one, too. Mm-hmm. Like, people know She's about her. She's, like, the her. skeptic. Yeah. Yo, as an obvious hater, but not actually a hater, just it's fun. Yeah. Um, When Auntie... Lucy 
bear showed up at the end, dude, kind of fucked me up. Yeah, it does. Because yo, you up. feel oh, Paddington's so sad about not getting his mm-hmm. auntie a present, mm-hmm. and then everybody that he hooked up just hooks him up. Yeah, yeah. they really do. It, it's a feel-good story. It is, mm-hmm. and it's also like it's not an original plot, but it how it gets there is original. I think. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, they definitely hook up aunt lucy where she can't get there because she's so old that they call in the navy pretty much to fly her in i was confused i I think there's also like like did they fly her in a jet fighter like i think at her age she'd probably die i also like where is she i I don't see her she's just like just chilling in the jungle somewhere like how do they know exactly where she is yeah i mean i mean he's been writing aunt lucy for like every day also is he the only family of bear that talks like are there any other animals that talk in the series at all no just him no i mean maybe that's they'll open up the universe i i don't know what the <laughs> that, i don't know i don't so know. into the universe <laughs> the paddington universe <laughs> i uh i don't know what's in store for us in paddington 3 they also maybe there's a marmalade shortage or something i don't know i mean he makes all the marmalade so <laughs> it'd have to be an orange you know marmalade's just like a jelly right it's yeah. a it's a marmalade, right? It's so, like a jam. Or a, so the difference know. between so jelly is just like the juice, mm-hmm. right, of the fruit. Jam is a combination of fruit and jelly, and spread is just like fruit, right? Mm-hmm. So marmalade is a like pieces of orange and pieces of rind in the rind mm-hmm. of the orange. What the fuck? <laughs> they eat that? The juice, yeah. Um, and apparently it's delicious. I'd love to have a marmalade uh, sandwich. I feel like I'd like it. I don't know. It seems just like something that I wouldn't have uh, an opinion on. Like a sandwich. Like, people don't eat just like a jelly sandwich here. It it seems like it'd be more of like a toast. Yeah, like a breakfast. Yeah. Toast. Maybe because they're trying to travel with them, so they have to make them sandwiches. But hey, who are we to say until we have Have it? Have one. Good point. Um... Also, Bailey, for the first one, the bad guy is Nicole Kidman. So Ooh, that's true. pretty intriguing. Yeah. Now, Kate, which one did you like? Which one do you like more, Paddington 1 or 2? In the sense of as a whole? Yeah. Uh, Ooh, what other sense? Yeah, wait. I, like, I thought you meant like bad guy. Like what bad oh, guy. Uh, I thought that's what I like Nicole guy. Kidman better, as a bad guy more than Hugh. Hugh Grant was kind of weak. I th- well, I think his character is more interesting as a bad guy because yeah. he's like all the costumes. It's more elaborate. Yeah. Um, I think she plays it better, but I think his character is more interesting. Um, I, I mean, the first one, you got to go the first one because it's you introduced to the world a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I think bit. this one's and a little more fun more, to yeah, watch. Yeah, this yeah. one's, I think, better. So yeah. it's hard to, it's hard. I like them both equally, I think. Hey. It They're a package deal. Might be the cutest series of all time. I don't know. <laughs> it's very cute. Yeah. Um, sure. Co- cool. Um, any other thoughts on Paddington? Or um, Sally Hawkins in it. I mean, she's solid AF. Yeah. Pretty yeah. straight character, she's though. She's not like, in it as much as I thought she would be, though. Yeah. But she's a really important part, though, because she's the one that figures everything out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like when she gets in the basket inside the house, and they sleuth around the house, and she calls the attic a secret attic, which I thought was really cute. Um, it just shows family bond yeah. with her a mm-hmm. lot. It's a good family movie, mm-hmm. for sure. 
Uh, uh, and then there's that judge who keeps reappearing where he shaves his head off. Mm. Shaves his head off. Head right off. There's That's, the pee. Yeah, there's the pee. Um, cool. Well, we're not going to rate it. I liked it the most. But we are going to argue on See, who likes it. now I feel bad because I wasn't going to give it a low rating. No, I like this. I hate giving ratings to the movies. All right. Well, why don't we rank? Why don't we do this? We're just you feeling this You two obviously out. liked it more than me, but I was still going to give it like... All right. Say we were still doing... <laughs> yeah. If we were still doing ratings, I was definitely going to give it like a 7.5. Oh, nice. If we were still doing ratings, I was going to give it a 9 out of 10. <laughs> Yo, if we're still doing ratings, Jordan rated higher than me. I rated 8.7. Oh, oh see, but that's I, why yeah. we don't do the rating. Because I clearly liked it the most. All right, let's go back to the other way. Pretend that didn't happen. Yeah. Yo, here's the thing. It's, I'll plead my case. Maybe I do like it more than you. Ooh. I'm more into the Paddington universe. <laughs> Wait, how? So, what? I introduced you to the Paddington universe. Yeah. We could rock, paper, scissors, shoot it. Who? Okay, here... Oh, now this is perfect. Who um, who's read the original book? <laughs> <laughs> like I don't like as an adult because like as a all. child they would have to be read to me, right? Huh. So neither mm. of you have read the original. No, nah, not as a person sitting down to read it. Hmm. Who yeah. has seen them both in theaters? Me. All right. By myself. <laughs> you <laughs> knew that answer. <laughs> I fell asleep to it. Once. Yeah. <laughs> so we Jordan fell asleep watching the second one one time, and then I kept continually tried to ask him to can finish it, and he said no. Well, there you go. We have a winner. All right, you won, Kate. Thank you. I win. Um, cool. Well, we are done both movies. How do we feel about Sally Hawkins? Love Sally Hawkins. Can't wait to see everything she's in. Yeah, she's just solid. I'm bummed we didn't get to watch Shape of Water because she's amazing yeah let's give a couple minutes to that i think because she learned sign language for that movie yeah well, i mean she i don't know if she won anything but she she should have deserved yeah. yeah um if you haven't seen shape of water by this point fuck yeah, you yeah. <laughs> no, fuck you <laughs> fuck you um but absolutely because it's an incredible movie one best picture yeah. but she really is the maybe the best part in the movie Absolutely. and she's incredible yeah. she doesn't say a goddamn word in it well actually she does a little bit but um she's like a mute character mm-hmm. but she's incredible in it mm-hmm. um she um yeah. <clears throat> yeah so she learned sign language for that movie and also there's a scene with her and um what richard jenkins where they have like a fight where mm-hmm. she's signing and he's mm-hmm. on they practice that scene for three weeks before wow. she shot yeah. it um also i didn't i didn't also want to do that movie for sally hawkins because i feel like that's gonna be doug jones's highest rated movie and i can't wait to do a doug jones episode doug jones will be cool and you couldn't handle just michael shannon in that movie yeah no absolutely not i would literally explode (laughs) um yeah she received a nomination for that but didn't win um who won that year she got robbed dude she straight up got robbed she did because uh was that three billboards Oh, uh, Francis McDormand. Yeah. Francis McDormand. Mm. Um, but that movie, you have to see that movie if you want to see her just thrive. Yeah. If you want to see just a great a movie. A great movie. Yeah. yeah. And then when you're done that, you might as well step into the Paddington oh, universe and knock those two bad boys out. Um, really see all these like fantasy worlds she's like involving herself yeah. in. Yeah. It's yeah. weird Paul Shock never came over. I know. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> 
worried about oh. him. We'll we'll hit him up. Um, but I think that's a good point to end it there. Um, sure. As always, rate and review us. Hit us up on social means. Um, also, tweet us and see if you like our new rating system. <laughs> yeah, or help us out. Help us figure it out. Yeah. Um, but anyways, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Um, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Michael Shannon.